This week on the Ocean Cruises podcast, we are speaking with Janae and Jason from the YouTube sailing channel, Leading the Escapade. Janae and Jason were both running their own businesses in Australia and saving for a house before they decided to start cruising. After they became inspired to live on a sailboat, they decided to move to Greece and start their boat search. They chose a Genoa Sun Odyssey 40 and after some upgrades and getting the boat cruiser ready, they took off with no sailing experience or learning along the way. They have so far sailed the waters of Greece, Albania, Turkey, Montenegro and intend to explore the rest of the Mediterranean before crossing the Atlantic and heading over to the Caribbean. If you want to follow Janae and Jason's journey, check out their YouTube channel, Leading the Escapade. You can support the podcast on Patreon and follow us on Instagram, Facebook, watch the interviews on YouTube and download the audio on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Oh, is that, have you got a little bit of salt on the top of that as well? Yeah, of course. Oh, very fancy. <laughs> what is it? Tequila? Uh, well, I just ran out of tequila, so round two is half tequila, half vodka, half triple sec. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Man, you, have, you have intentions if you're drinking like that. Like, you have a plan. <laughs> There's something that you want to do later. Do you know what I mean? It's one of those <laughs> Go to bed, yeah. yeah. Yeah, probably, yeah. Our age. I want an early night, so I'm just going to mix everything in one glass. So, <laughs> yeah. so whereabouts are you? Um, we're in Cator, Montenegro at the moment. Nice. What's yeah. it like then? Um, the water's not as nice as Greece, but it's... Right. I don't know. What do you think? It's lots of mountains and stuff, but it's not like that great for sailing. So yeah. we've kind of been stuck in one spot, haven't we, really? It's nice and protected where we are. Um, you do get like the borers that come through, but we haven't had one where we are at the moment. Yeah. Right. But yeah, it's good for land travel. It's sick for land travel, but there's not like too much to see by boat. Yeah, yeah. It's kind it's, of like, it's just, of... You, yeah, you go, sorry. Yeah, it's, it's one of those places like unless you're cruising and you were looking for a way to get out of EU waters, you just never even think of going there. Yeah, it's a bit of a random place. It's because we came up from Greece. And then we're like, we want to go to Croatia for summer, so we'll just do Albania, Montenegro, just for the sake of it, really. Hey, like, yeah, just do a couple and, of weeks each, yeah. and yeah, see how we go. Yeah, and we heard good things about Albania, but we didn't yeah. crazily enjoy it. No, nah, it wasn't that great. Not gonna lie. Oh no, what? what yeah. So how was it? Because I've got some mates who are heading there at the moment. Like, what did you think of it? Some mills really nice, like, but it's still, it's kind of like a place where you go to like beach clubs, there's all beach clubs everywhere, like sun lounges, people on jet skis and shit like that. So it's not the no best way. for, yeah, it's not the best for like on your boat because you just get wake all the time, you're getting disturbed all the time. Yeah, they don't give a stuff about the sailors. So yeah. yeah, you're getting like rolled around by the boats and that. But yeah, everywhere right. else is a bit. I don't know, like everywhere up the coast is exposed. So there's nowhere to get protected, like anchorages and stuff. So, right. Yeah, it just wasn't that. Yeah, I don't know. no protection from like the northwest, which is basically the way it flows pretty much all the time now, in, in like the summertime anyway. Yeah, so. we got stuffed. We right. tried to go from a place called Vlora, um, which is maybe like halfway to Montenegro. And we tried three times to leave there. And, we got struck. Oh, we didn't get struck by lightning, but <laughs> we got we got smashed by about three or four lightning storms. Like yeah, and had to turn like, around. Yeah, they like, were pretty bad. So yeah, but there's like nowhere. So because we couldn't just hop into like somewhere a couple of hours away, we had to turn around and completely go back because it was the only 
like protected spot to go. So mm. not ideal, yeah, but crap. yeah. Did you ever so. watch Flight of the Concords like back in the day? No, wow. I've heard of it though. You might be too young. How old are you? 30, 31. Maybe I've heard too of young. it. <laughs> so it's like it's it was amazing. And it just referenced Albania. It's these two Kiwis that are morons right lovely guys but more <laughs> i mean I, I don't need to defend them maybe they are morons who knows but like the, you know the characters uh so anyway they go to new york but it's like it's like guys who like live in the sticks and then they go into the city and anyway they end up writing a song about this little albanian boy that gets burned by a racist dragon and it's oh, literally <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, that's the music it's just it's so heavy. strange <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's perfect. But that's like the only thing I'd ever heard of Albania until people started talking about Brexit and they were like, oh, we'll go to Albania. I was like, have they got racist dragons? Or was that just a, <laughs> a song of a TV show? Maybe some folklore or something, do you know what I mean? There's like yeah, these racist dragons hidden in uh, mountains or something. Yeah, it's definitely a bit of a random spot. I think it's more, it's similar to Montenegro where it's like good for going into the mountains and stuff. It is the coastline's nothing to like rave about but right anyway it's all right as you pass through maybe yeah. we just had bad weather that maybe that's what it was but yeah each, yeah each to their own but yeah we but found you- that there wasn't a lot of protected anchorages for sailing like grace yeah. you know when you sail grace it's just islands everywhere everywhere yeah island. yeah you're basically 360 protected from wind and swell and... you just have to go to the other side of the island yeah, yeah. <laughs> to get there <laughs> yeah but but you know that's the beauty about greece it's because because so many islands it's like if the wind is coming one way just you know turn the motor on go around to the other side of the island and you sort it yeah but like, exactly. you've literally started in the best place and it doesn't get better <laughs> do, you, <laughs> do you reckon yeah. though because as much as there's heaps of places to go it's like hectic for the wind like we were like two weeks into yeah, sailing sometimes. and we we're already experiencing like 40 knots like it was just crazy yeah like you can get a few wind systems that are pretty strong but I yeah mean, you can sail through those it's fine just pick a day when the uh when the waves aren't too big like you know, yeah when, when the swell isn't too much yeah, but, um, yeah. mel tell me got us yeah. a little bit oh yeah in the in the cycle age last year like we when we slammed. first started yeah, yeah. And we were we were so inexperienced that we'd be like sailing with full sails up, like no idea, and then just getting thrown <laughs> sideways. Like just like this is horrible. What's going on? Yeah, no, what we, are we doing? We might have had two reefs in the main and then bullshit. A full we did not. <laughs> you didn't know what reefs were at that point. Yeah, no. <laughs> I remember, I remember our first no, it was like a third day of sailing. And a thunderstorm came through and I freaked out. Like I started crying. I was like, what are we going to do? We have no idea how to even sail through a storm, blah, blah, blah. And then I'm, I'm like on Google, just freaking out, like Googling what you should do sailing in a storm. And then Jason's <laughs> like, well, we don't even know how to put a reef in. So we're just going to have to like, I think it's just safer <laughs> to sail with a full sail than try and figure out a reef like now. So, yeah, we were just stupid at the time. We made it. We we survived. We were fine because it didn't turn into anything. But (laughs) Well, it's, yeah, I mean, it's good. It's a good way to learn. I don't know if it's a good way to learn. It's 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 a way way. to learn, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cut yourself in the deep end. (laughs) Yeah. But loads of people do that. There's so many people, like, 
Aussies that you know they hop onto Greece. I, I remember uh, watching a La Vagabond from like years ago, and I think um, the guy Riley. I'm sure he just turned up in Greece and got a boat, not knowing what yeah, much did. to do with it. Yeah, yeah that's there, pretty there much. That's pretty an much Australian what? thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, probably. Do you know why? Because everyone watches La Vagabond. Like we watch La Vagabond. That's kind of the whole reason we've done this, and we love them. I know some people don't feel so much the same, but we love them. And um, yeah, we it's probably the reason why we just kind of rocked up pretty much in Greece. All we did was our um, ICC. Yeah, like your day skipper course. It's oh, all we OIA, did. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. So because you have to have it, like you have to have it in Greece. But um, that's the only reason. And we actually were about to come over without even doing it, and then we started googling like a few weeks, like maybe two months before we're leaving. Hey. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then all of a sudden we're like, oh shit, we actually need some kind of license, so we've got to oh, go book this course. <laughs> we thought you you could go to Greece and just buy a sailboat and be. Sweet as here you go, we're on. Yeah, yeah. No, some countries just well, you know, the UK. You don't need a license. You don't need insurance. You don't need nothing. Oh, like, really? Just, yeah, they just kept it like pirate style. But like yeah. when we moved over to Spain, that was when I got my first like cruising boat. You know, like with bedrooms and all that, cabins, all that type of stuff. And yeah. yeah, I bought it, and I was just out sailing. And then one one day, some guy just came up to me. It was just like, "All oh, right, you've got a British flag on it. What license have you got?" It was like. You don't need I a don't. license. <laughs> yeah. right. don't have you do one. need a license. <laughs> so I was like, all oh, right, okay. So I had to go do this LYA course. I've been on the water my entire life, and I had to go learn how to sail. Wow. Did you get fined? Did you get fined? No, I didn't get fined. I mean, I might now. This is going on the internet, so maybe I will now. <laughs> 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 I'm going to chase you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did you enjoy it? Oh, um, you're that yeah, I, I didn't I didn't know that until after I'd already done it. So, yeah, you did better than me. At least you Googled yeah, it yeah. before you got the boat. <laughs> wow, yeah. But we, I, we only started last year. You probably started a long time ago. Yeah. Yeah, but, yeah, in the UK, you don't need – I mean, you probably should, to be honest, because, like, you do get motorboaters who are a bit different-minded. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> nice <laughs> uh, nice so, yeah, maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe you should do a licence. What, so you need the day skipper for Greece? Yeah, so at least Greece, right. you need an ICC. So you've got to get your at least right. a day skipper, which is actually through England, yeah. <laughs> believe it or not, RYA yeah. day skipper. Yeah. And then you can join RYA and they give you a free ICC. The ICC, yeah, so we that's did right. That. Yeah, so... Yeah. But you yeah. know, they're not actually, they're not doing that anymore. Or maybe they're not doing it for British people. But I got an email off them, like, I think it was just after Brexit or, or close to it. And they were like, we're not doing the ICC thing anymore. I don't know why. There's a oh, lot of issues because... that they haven't sorted out yet with this Brexit. Oh, thing. <laughs> yeah, 100%. It would be because of Brexit, yeah. don't you reckon? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah cru- cruisers just hate it. Like, if ever you say the word Brexit to like oh, a British yeah. cruiser, they hate Yeah, you'll oh, know. I feel you'll sorry. <laughs> I feel sorry for you guys. That would suck. We're used to it because we've always had to do it. Although yeah. it's never really affected. Like if we've done a Euro summer, you usually only go for like six weeks to two months True. at most. So it's never, never really affected us. But now sailing, we're like, oh, this is shit. Like yeah. it makes life so. Wait, language. It's- <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's- no, don't worry about it. It's fine. Um- it's fine <laughs> when you're like in Greece because you've got so many countries either side. But then yeah. when we get over to like, 
Spain, Portugal, France, Italy, we're stuffed, basically. So Right. So Italy, you guys can get um, six months. Yeah. So we yeah. knew about that, but we're talking to friends the other day, like an older couple that had tried to use it, and they basically were like, no, it's not a thing Are they anymore. Australian? Yeah. Yeah. yeah oh, really? It's not so a I thing think- anymore. I think you I think can it was get... like an Australian-Italian thing. This, yeah. This was like 2018, they said it happened. And then they had to get a lawyer for the, for the situation. Because they were going to like impound their boat off them because they overstayed. They're going to have to pay like this massive fine. I think oh, they just got stuffed over, to be honest. I yeah. think they were like sweet, but... Yeah, oh, yeah, I know an Australian family that literally just left after like yeah. the whole winter for... Yeah. And they've just gone to Greece. Um, yeah, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll hook you up with them, actually. It's a really nice family. Um, oh, cool. But, uh, yeah, they just, like, put the kids in school and stuff for the winter in, I don't know where it was in Italy. It might have been Sicily. in Sicily. Yeah, Sicily? maybe something yeah, like that. Yeah. 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 That's a big, um, like, liveaboard community there in Sicily. Yeah, think. we're thinking right. of wintering there as well. Um, but we're thinking we'll go home for, like, three months, and then we're kind of out of that Schengen zone for three months anyway. Yeah. So we'll just... Yeah, we'll just use it like that. But we were going to do the bilateral agreement. And then, yeah, now we've decided to go home. We're like, oh, we might as well just not worry about it and just do it normally. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Do you know why that would be so good? Like, if you could, like, if you could ditch your boat there for winter um, and then, you know, like turn back up in March, something like that. If you've got six months, you could, like, do all the Italian islands in six months and you're not rushing. Do you know what I mean? Like, Sardinia, Corsica. Yeah, yeah, they're stunning. Like, have the you Amalfi done them Coast. all? I've been there, not on a sailboat, but yeah. I spent time there. Yeah, yeah, when I was younger. Um, oh, nice. But yeah, like if you had six months, you could smash all those out, and then you could head to like Tunisia for a few months to check out or something like that. Yeah, yeah, we're thinking that Tunisia or Morocco—they're kind of your two yeah. choices. So, yeah, maybe we could. That's actually a good idea. We'll see if yeah. we can get it. We can. We'll just we have to give it a go and just see what happens. Maybe we'll try and get some inside info on where we can go and they'll accept it or something. So, Do you know, yeah. it's one of those things, like I speak to a number of people about Italy and I think it's the same across Europe. It might be the same everywhere in the world, but it's like, you know, they, they'll check in somewhere and it's like they will get a completely different set of rules off one guy than they will literally the guy who takes over the shift like four yep. hours later. Yep. It's crazy. Hey, same as Greece, yeah. I'm pretty sure. Like... Yeah, it's, it's very varied. You never know what you're really going to get. Sometimes they're really nice and chill. Montenegro yeah. was so easy to check yeah, in. So and chill. we Well, the place we went, I think, but we were so tired because we'd done that overnight passage that I was telling you about. It was just a bloody nightmare. Like, I just wanted yeah. it to end. Why was it so, so bad? What, what, what was going on with it? Well, we Did left you, it like... wind the entire way. Yeah, so we left. We'd never done an overnight passage. We obviously tried those few times and it failed. We turned back around. And then we left at like 4.30 in the morning and all day we are beating into the wind, like 30 degrees, 20 yeah, we knots. Had 20, 20 to 30 knots on 30 degrees tight, so just constantly tacking. It's fine for the day. Like swell as go, well. Yeah, we had, oh, we probably had like one, one and a half metre swell. So yeah. it wasn't big. I got that bad. No. It was just uncomfortable. like... Yeah, and it stops your boat. Like, you don't get any momentum. Yeah. It's so It's so crazy. Oh, yeah. We, we weren't getting over five knots. We'll probably go on yeah. five, five and a half knots. Yeah, whole it's not like the worst conditions we've been in, but to be in it for, like, 24 hours gets yeah. tiring kind Takes of thing. So. And then we had a beautiful 
sunset and the a full moon come out and then yeah. like next minute like five minutes later when the sun went down lightning just started striking it's and we're like, like oh everywhere. not again <laughs> and then we're just like you you bloody kidding like this is a joke so then we end up sailing to italy to try and escape this storm towards italy and there was two two cells coming coming through <laughs> So, so really... funny. We, we just went to Italy to evade a storm. So, <laughs> like, you know another country. I mean? Yeah, well, literally, we're, we're closer to Italy than we were in Montenegro. Right, okay. and, then, um, Crazy. and then, yeah, we waited out there for like four or five hours and then it was coming towards us and we were just like, fuck, what do we do? And I was so over it already and the fact that then I knew we'd already added on like another four to five hours. I was just, I was yeah. done. I was so tired. I couldn't stay awake. I don't know how people it's do so it. Honestly, that, like boats have masts that attract. Oh lightning. yeah, because it's so nice sailing when there's lightning. Because it's just like you just get these moments where you can see everything around you, but then you're like, shit, this might blow up my boat. And exactly. Then you get terrified. Yeah, I'm the only yeah. one out here, kind of thing. So yeah. Jason wasn't even like Jason didn't even understand what it could really do, and I don't think I really fully I was understood. oblivious to it. Yeah, I yeah. was just like, but. Stuff it. Let's it's just, just go a lightning it. storm, whatever. Mm. And we were buddy boating with friends, and then they were like, "It can blow a bot like a hole in your boat." Or just <laughs> stuff all your electricity. Yeah. All we thought yeah. was maybe it'll turn your, you know, it'll stuff your electronics, whatever. And then I think once you learnt that it could blow a hole in your boat, you're like terrified. Yeah. Like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, <it's> serious. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so then he was really trying to avoid it. So. So yeah, we avoid him now. <laughs> But but at the end of that sail, we just we're just like stuff it. Let's just go into it. Um, it's like it slowly started settling down the, the strikes. Yeah, and then we just sailed straight to Montenegro, which was exactly where the lightning storm was. Yeah, but we we're fine. And um, we had to dock the boat at like this massive customs dock where it's like where super yachts come in, so it's really high. They have those big black barrier things no oh, one was yeah, there to yeah, help yeah. us and we're like not not so good at docking we're okay but trying to do our own lines and stuff like that's a bit of a nightmare <laughs> anyway we managed to do that and then we're like oh okay let's see how this goes and they were so lovely they were just super chill didn't it's so give nice a damn. isn't it do you know like when you get like a we call what do they call them here like capineros or capinaros or Oh. Whatever you know, yeah. you know the, the the guys who are at the port and they throw yeah. a line. Like when you get one that's so oh, no. nice, it's like just restores your faith in humanity. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like, <laughs> customs officer that's a nice guy. Wow, <laughs> you know, I know. It's, it's rare. It's, it's rare. Yeah, because they're like when we checked out a Corfu to go to Albania, like Bad. she was so rude, and Jason couldn't even come inside with me. He was outside vaping, and then when he. <laughs> I'm going out for a vape. <laughs> Can't deal with it. He's out. Yeah. And then he saw her come up to me. So he's like, oh, I'll come in. And then she's like, excuse me, we don't need both of you in here. You go outside now. I'm like, Jesus Christ, yeah, calm she down. Was, like, she was another yeah, one. And she was just rough. at me, at me, at me, at me the entire time. Like I was ready to. I think, do you know the thing? It's like, I suppose it's anybody. Like you can get some people and if you give them a position of power, it just goes right to their head. Yeah. And even like some security guards, they think that the FBI all of a yeah. sudden, do you know, yeah. because they might have a badge or they might have something like that. Yeah. 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 I remember when I went into uh, Houston airport once and to be honest, I was a bit naive because like in the UK, the customs people at the airports are really super friendly. But I actually just had an issue with my wife 
this is, I, I won't say stupid because it makes it sound like it's stupid on her part. But if it was yeah. me, I'd call myself stupid. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? So, right, listen. So she so she got the visa to get to the UK. She's from Syria. Um, yeah. For some reason, they put, like, the start date on the visa, like, a week. No, like, right. two weeks after they actually gave her the visa. Yeah. Which is just weird. Like, you never usually get that. So when we got to the UK, the guy was just like, oh, I, I just want to tell you, madam, you know, your visa isn't actually valid. And she was like, what are you talking about? I just got it. She's like, no, no, it's it's, it's actually not not activated. Yeah. yeah, it's not. So they shouldn't let her on the plane, whatever. Um, but yeah, they were like, okay, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll take care of this. Just hang fire. And he went back. And then they were just like, listen, you've got a perfectly legitimate reason to be here. You have family in this country. We'll let you in, no problem. And we'll just keep wow. your passport and we'll give it you back when you leave. And I was like... I was so proud. I just looked at it. I was like, this is the United Kingdom right here. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> it was amazing. So For sometimes sure. they're nice. But yes, yeah, so I was in uh, Houston this one time. And basically, I, I flew to Houston with like a bunch of Saudis. Uh, so I got to the customs thing and I had all these Saudis stood behind me. And the guy was like, so what, what are you doing coming to Houston? And I was like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm just on business. He was like, well, tell me about the business. I was like, trust me, you don't want to know. And then, and then he was just like, <laughs> Trust me, I do want to know. Come with me. Yeah, I was like, I oh, no, mate, imagine. I was joking. Like, they're my mates. Like, oh. And he was like, no, let's go. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> so they put me in a room for like an hour. They were going through my passport. They were like, what were you doing here? What were you doing here? I was like, guys, I'm just here to work. And they were like, no, no, we need to. I was like, oh, my God. So I, I get it, but it's a yeah, bit over yeah. the top sometimes. I feel oh, like Australia can be like that as well. They're not like corrupt by any means, but they're super like they take their job seriously and they're so serious about everything. What is that noise? Oh, I was I was oh, tapping a. Um, can you can you hear that fireworks going off? Those are fireworks. I was yeah. wondering what it was. I'm like, our boat isn't sinking, is it? <laughs> what is it? Is it like national Monty? No, no they have it like every every day. Every here. night they've got every fireworks night. going, pretty much. Yeah. I don't know if people just let it off on the beach or... Just for shoots and giggles. (laughs) It wakes us up when we're sleeping. (laughs) Pretty much, yeah. Uh, Oh, that's nice. That would actually be quite cool. Popping up in Anchorage, you just got free fireworks every night. Yeah, it doesn't go for long. When you're outside, you know, having a beer or something and then fireworks go off. And then Jason's like, oh, babe, I did that for you. I'm like... (laughs) 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 No, you didn't. (laughs) No, you didn't. I found out on the internet we came here, and that's the part. Yeah, I did for you. Not even that far. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah. I wouldn't do that for you. But we have heard Jason's Jason's mum's actually English, and see, she's always says how nice the cops are in England, like around London yeah. and stuff. They don't have like they don't really have like guns and stuff, do they? They just no, they have a stick for naughty people. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. if you're really naughty, they they hit you with a stick. Um, no, I think some of the oh no, if you go to an airport, they have like full automatic machine guns. But yeah, a normal police officer, uh, yeah, you'll just get whacked with a stick. It's <laughs> <laughs> a bit naughty, yeah. Isn't like, it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you have to be a very rude English person to get hit with a stick. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. You don't, you don't really get that. Oh, but, you know, it's so embarrassing sometimes. Like, you see videos online of, like, you know, some maniac with, like, a machete who's running around the city or whatever. And it takes, like, 20 police officers to bring him down because all the oh, stick. Yeah. 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 So it's like they've got a stick and, like, pepper spray 
or if they're well armed, they have a taser. Right? Yeah, that's about it's it. Like, <laughs> it's Honestly, sometimes you see videos, you're like, oh my god, just give them a gun for heaven's sake. Gonna, I'm gonna Google this. I'll YouTube this after. <laughs> oh no, seriously. So have a look, right? Have right if you just do any random google on that like british police officers like trying to take down whoever yeah. with a baton. it's not a stick it's a baton there's a technical name a baton there's maybe uh, the french it would sounds say. better when you say stick yeah, yeah it is it's just it's one of, it's like a lightsaber type you whip it out and it extends yeah. it's one of those i think um, aussie cops have it as well but they usually all have guns too, don't they? Yeah. This, Which is surprising yeah. for australia this but... will be my night's entertainment just uk UK police using their baton to bring someone <laughs> down. Off the <laughs> someone with a machete. <laughs> I did a podcast with um, a couple, uh, it was about two weeks ago. I just released it last week called Christina and John. Oh, yeah. Can't Is remember. that Christina's Travels? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. saw so that on your Instagram. They're really nice. They're like really nice couple. And um, I can't, I can't remember where in Australia they're from. But anyway, we were talking about like Australian like immigration and all that type of stuff. And then um, it was so funny because th- there was this thing where Johnny Depp like brought this dog or or a couple of dogs or whatever into Australia. Did you see yep. that? And they yep. made him do like this hostage video. Yep. Yeah, yeah they, that, they, they, they take it so seriously. So he, oh, him and rough. Amber Heard brought their. You would remember a couple of years ago they brought their. Um, two little like tiny like pug yeah, yeah, chihuahua dogs dog on their things. private plane. Yeah, <laughs> on their Not private plane. Oh, yeah, and, yeah. Tra- and didn't claim them. Oh, no. And then they got on like a whole heap of shit because Australia is so strict yeah, and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah, so, yeah, it's a bit wild. Oh, yeah, they had to like go. put them on a private jet and send them back and stuff, which, oh, which yeah, is but- it's good in a way. That's a it is, yeah, it is good in some ways because I guess we don't have like the diseases that some countries have yeah. but it sucks at the same time if you're the one with a pet it sucks mm. like yeah, that's yeah. why we don't have a pet oh yeah because you just put the thing on instagram you just collected a cat i've been doing this for years and i have too many now if you want yeah. another one let me know oh, i, I would one. love one i would no, i've like we, fallen in love with this kitten but we, we, we don't have a cat we we oh, we didn't rescue it our friends on um, another boat rescued it liquid for life right. did but then, they they have a dog on board who's still like nine months old and she's rescue crazy. dog. So yeah, they okay. were like, "Can you look after it for the night? We'll take it to the bed in the morning." And then just from like one night of looking after it, I'm like, "Oh, I want to keep it. It's not fair." Kittens are so, <laughs> so cute. So so cute, and she's oh, only yeah. about four or five weeks old, so she's really tiny um, and sick as well. She's got like the kind of like a cat flu like all the snotty nose and she's sneezing and yeah. her eyes are all funny and yeah so they took her to the vet today and we've all oh sorry yesterday yeah. and we babysat her again today so yeah it's it's hard but I had a little google and it's like near impossible like I don't I don't oh, know what yeah. sailing Sunday are going to do if they have to take their dog back it's going to be a bloody nightmare I think they put the pets before their home country, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They've yeah, saved like, the lives of like so many animals. The I know. They've, they've so done nice so well. Yeah, yeah, we've been watching yeah. them and it's amazing what they do. So, yeah, yeah it's really nice. I, I was talking to, oh, uh, probably a few months ago, I was talking uh, to Ryan 
And yeah. then they're like planning their cruising around like which islands they think have the most dogs or cats that they can help and stuff. Oh, like, that's so nice. Yeah, that's awesome. Like Samaritans for pets. It's so, yeah. so nice. Yeah. It's hard to see though. Like I just find it really hard to. Yeah. And I'm the type, like we raise money for, to help them around Europe and or wherever we go as well. But I find it hard to like foster them because if I do what they're doing where they look after it for a few weeks, I get too attached and I'm mm. like, I just have to keep it. Even from one night, I was like, I don't want to, you problem. know, give this thing up. Yeah. So yeah, it is hard. They do so well being able to do it and then give them up kind of thing if you can so. find homes for them it's okay like we, yeah. we where we lived uh, previously um we had like a park behind us and people just used to dump animals in the park like all the time it was dubai so they, they're not very um you know they don't really have animal rights or anything like that yeah. so we used to go for a jog every night and it'd be like there's a new kitten there's a new kitten and if it was fluffy you have, you have to keep it yeah so, like we would take the kittens <laughs> And then, like, I came home once and my wife was like, oh, I've got another... And I was like, oh, I think oh, she's got another kitten. She had, like, a bunny rabbit. She was like, oh, I've got this bunny rabbit. Oh. It was, like, hopping around the living room. That's oh, so yeah. cool. <laughs> but they just, killed, they just killed them there. Yeah, we've oh. got, like... We've got five. We've got oh. one that we we need to rehab. It, it sounds as bad as it is, I'll be honest. <laughs> I was going to say, it sounds a lot worse than it is, but it's not. We've got too many cats. <laughs> But we've got one that we're going to try and, like, find a nice owner for before yeah. we leave because we yeah. just know that, like, he's not going to be suited for a boat. We think yeah. he's got, like, mental issues. Like, he'll he'll be fine. And then all of a sudden, he'll just walk up to a pillow and just put his head on it like that and stay there. So <laughs> I don't know if he's really fed up or if he's got a mental problem. Oh, <laughs> Very nice cat. cat. We had nice. a cat, I had a cat that used to do that and he'd kind of like nudge things. Like he just wanted a, like a pat all the time. <laughs> Love no, it. No, I think he's, I think How he's got it? problems. It's <laughs> always good, mate. It's yeah. always good. Good right? <laughs> yeah. You're an animal. Bloody hell. You've got a bottle there. Go for it. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm still on this one though. So. I haven't got any pineapple juice. <laughs> yeah. It goes good with pineapple. Yeah, it's unreal. Uh, it's actually, right, I'm, no, 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 I'm going to give it a try. We've actually got some in the fridge. Like, we never really have fruit juices because we, we avoid, like, sugar and all that type of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we just substitute it for raw liquor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not really healthy. Um, but, uh, yeah, just uh, my sister was just here, so we had, like, a range of uh, fruit juices. So I was drinking pineapple juice today. So I am going to mix that with a bit of pineapple juice. I'll give you the it's feedback. It's good. Yeah, give yeah, it a whirl. it's nice. Same yeah. as it's good in a pina colada spice rum. Oh, man, I can't drink pina colada. Do you know when you do a holiday when you're, like, 20 and you've just got the drink that you do that entire holiday? And yeah, then, you've had too many. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, I cannot drink pina colada. I really can't do tequila. Uh, I can't do cider. Um, there's a number of drinks that if yeah. I just smell it, I will vomit. And yeah. really? colada is one of them, unfortunately. All I've done today That's is wild. cider and margaritas. <laughs> oh, oh, man. I'm vomit being in your anchorage, I swear. I'd be like, look at all those people are doing over there. <laughs> there you go. I've got two drinks. I'm double parked. This is, what is blueberry, blueberry Summersby cider and a margarita. <laughs> well, blueberry cider? Oh, yeah, yeah, so, yeah, they do all flavors of cider now. I could probably yeah. get away with that actually. It's a bit, I don't know why it's pink, but it's decent. 
It's all right with ice, but cider does bloat you though. Makes yeah. you a bit, yeah. It's not I best. had a terrible first experience. Actually, so cider was the first drink that I had to stop drinking. And I, and I think it was when I was like 13. So I drank a lot before. <laughs> no, because you start drinking really young in England. You know, it's just like culture. Yeah, you know, like you're, you're, doing Australia go, you're, you're allowed to, aren't you? Like if your parents like permit you to, you're sweet to go. No. No, I think that's France. They're super oh, yeah, okay. open-minded with stuff. Yeah. Oh no, yeah. so France, you can drink beer and wine. I think from age fourteen. Yeah, or maybe sixteen now. But I'm sure it was fourteen before. Because I remember wow. going on holiday there when I was like fourteen, and all these fourteen-year-olds were like in the pub, like begging my drinks. <laughs> I was like, "What's going on?" That's weird. That's um, crazy. Yeah. So um, yeah, I got drunk like loads before, but it was the first time I got drunk at home, and it's the first time I got so drunk that I like aggressively vomited yeah and um my parents went out to a Lionel Richie concert so me and my mate Chris we were both like six foot something when we were like 13 we were like let's go to the news agents and get like a massive bottle of cider costs like two pounds horrible yeah that's like corner shop you call it the news agents because they sell the newspapers. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. they're an agent for the news Pretty actually much like it's everywhere expression- in Europe yeah. yeah, it's an yeah. expression that I don't think really is used anymore. Oh, no, um, we know what a news agent is, but you don't buy alcohol at a news agent in Australia. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> no, no, you, you... only buy... So in Queensland, where we're from, you can only buy it in a bottle shop. You can't even buy it at the supermarket. And then I think New South oh. Wales down, you can buy it in like Aldi or Aldi, however you guys say it, which is yeah. kind of like little. You can buy. So you have to get alcohol from an alcohol shop. You have yeah. to go to a bottle shop. That's yes. it. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, but there's heaps but of those. Australia, like, oh, yeah, I bet there is. That's like pretty restrictive for Australians. Don't you get by with that? <laughs> oh yeah, Australia is so strict. There's probably like... more bottle shops than they are food shops, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> like if you think about it. Don't know. Who knows? There's one round every corner. But why did they do that? Is it like regulated? Yeah, it most must likely, be. Yeah. yeah. I don't know because New South Wales and like Victoria and stuff, I think you can buy it in some supermarkets. So right. they obviously check your ID there. But I think it's just, yeah, I don't know. We've always, it's just always been that way. You can only get it at a bottle shop. That's crazy. Yeah. In, um, they're super in, strict. When I lived in Dubai, you get a uh, like a swipe card. And this is a crazy system. You can literally get drunker the richer you are and the poorer you are, the less drunk you're allowed to get. Listen to this. So you get a card from the government, which is based on your salary. So if you have a salary of like uh, 10,000 dirhams, which is like $3,000, you can buy like $300 worth of alcohol that month. But if you have a salary that's like $100,000, you can get like $10,000 worth of alcohol that month. So it's purely an elitist <laughs> like system over there, right? <laughs> so you can go in and you swipe your card and then they tell you how much alcohol you're allowed to buy for the rest of the month, which is crap because alcoholics tend to be people in really sticky situations that generally have less money. So yep. it's like the only thing that is yeah, going to make yeah, them yeah. happy. And not even <laughs> to only based on the salary is so crap. You can still go in bars and stuff, but yeah, for buying booze, it's like so regulated. Wow, that's insane. Actually, we were talking to friends that we had on the boat recently, um, and he's a cop in WA, and they have like rules over there with like 
basically white Australians and Aboriginals and they were allowed. Yeah, because because Whoa. obviously there's more of an Aboriginal community over there. Yeah. Um they what did they do? They changed it where like basically they couldn't buy more than like a carton. Yeah, I think no one could buy more than a carton a day or something like I that. I think that was running like for two years, about two years ago. Yeah, I don't know. Right. I'm not sure if it's running anymore, but yeah, yeah they, they, they weren't allowed to buy it. more than a carton a day. Everyone though, wasn't yeah, it? it was everyone. everyone. Yeah, but they were just trying to stop everyone from drinking. I don't know. No, I think, I think it... the Aboriginals weren't allowed. I'm not sure 100, percent but yeah, yeah, it was to regulate whatever they were doing basically so yeah, yeah it's pretty cr- wild. you know these people don't understand that if you tell someone you can't do something they want to do it more yeah exactly. like, it, it's true like they should yeah. australia should just go massive on booze like as a nation they should just force it down people's throats and then maybe they would calm down yeah, <laughs> that's sure. the way to do it it's oh, so yeah, expensive probably. too it's like insanely oh, yeah. expensive for yeah alcohol. they've taxed everything in, yeah. in australia oh, cigarettes right. and alcohol are just insanely expensive which I How agree. much is it for like a pack of cigarettes now in Australia? 50 Australian dollars for a normal size packet of like cigarettes. 20, 20 or 25? Not even, no word of a lie. So what would that what? be? That, yeah, <laughs> stupid. Yeah, oh no word God. of a lie. So that would be what? You have like to be rich to smoke. 25, 30 pounds? Yeah, I'd they're say. just trying to get everyone to quit, I think. Yeah, which is, I don't mind. I think it's a good thing with the cigarettes, but the alcohol's a little bit, come on. Do you know what I think is like a bit hypocritical? So in Spain, it's like five euros for a pack of cigs. Still, it's super, super cheap here. Yeah. Um, like if you like, look, if you want to stop people from doing something because you know it's a bad thing to do, maybe don't make loads of money out of them doing it. Do you know what I mean? Like they make so much money out of taxing people on smoking and drinking yep. alcohol. Like it's really bad. You shouldn't do it, but we're going to get rich. Yeah, really doesn't make sense. Yeah, yeah. it's crazy. It's like They're maybe they should take a moral stance and just take all the tax off and be like, we want nothing to do with this disgusting thing. But instead, they're like, no, yeah. we're going to make loads of money off this yeah. disgusting thing. <laughs> Where, whereabouts in Australia are you guys from? We're from Queensland, Gold Coast. Oh, nice. Right. So... Okay. So you're brought up on the water, then I imagine. Yeah, What's, yeah, right near the yeah. beach. So it's like an hour from Brisbane, nice. down along like massive. How it's like probably sixty kilometers, fifty kilometers of beach. Do you think? Yeah, yeah, there's lots a, of beach. There's a lot of beach. Yeah. Uh, have you been to Australia before? No, I was actually going to move there, and my mum wouldn't let me. Uh, oh, why? Very nice. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't at all. Uh, <laughs> no, so I got I, I the company I was with. They they said they want to send me to the Perth office because they're opening up an office in Perth. Yeah, and I didn't I didn't know anything about Australia. I had a girlfriend yep. when I was like seven who was from Australia, and she was really nice. And that's pretty much all I knew about it. Um, she was lovely. Her name was Charlotte. She was a sweetheart. Um, and uh, yeah, I didn't know anything about it. Yeah, yeah based on that. Um, but yeah, then I went. I remember I went home and I said to my mum, "I was like, I'm going to go to Australia." She was like, "No chance." I was like, "What? I'm 20." And she was like, "No, it's too far." <laughs> I was like, "Okay, fine." So I then ended up moving to the Middle East instead because that was like a six-hour flight. Um, wow! But uh, yeah, a, I always wanted bit to move there. Yeah, a bit closer. Yeah, than like the full-on <laughs> day it takes. Yeah. yeah, but I always wanted to move there. I was uh, talking to. Um, the other Australian couple that I was, uh, Christina and John, 
that yeah. my original sailing plan was to start in Australia uh, from when I was 16. Um, wow. So, yeah, we were just, we just going to move there and get, like, a little sail. It would have been a – I'm glad I didn't do it because it was terrible. Like, we were so stupid. Um, but, yeah, we were, we were going to move there and buy, like, a crappy little sailboat and just, like, work in strawberry fields and stuff like that. Nice. Um, yeah, yeah. That would have been well, awesome. it wouldn't have been. It may be, yeah. We aren't looking back like young and stupid, but yeah, we wouldn't have set us off for life, like no. absolutely. So, <laughs> what what made you like? Because you were both running independent businesses, you're like you were both self employed and stuff. So that so like you gave up a lot to start doing this. Yeah, I I'd been doing hairdressing like since I was at school. And I had my own business since I was like 21. So quite early, it kind of just all happened, like fell into my lap kind of thing. Um, But yeah, I kind of always wanted to go overseas and do the whole like couple of years overseas, but it never really happened. And then I kind of wanted to change anyway, career wise. So I was kind of happy to give it up, to be honest. Mm. And then you. Yeah, I only started my business. Like a year or two before. Yeah. Yeah. So it wasn't really much to give up. He he was doing super well, though, like really, really well. He would have been, like, you were thriving in business. Yeah. But we... What was it? What type of industry was that? uh, I was a tradie. So I I worked in um, construction. Yeah. But I worked with glass. So I did, um, like, shower screens and pool fences, balustrading, like all, all that kind of stuff. Which my was dad good. Does that. What was that? Sorry. Uh, my dad, he does that. This is the same ah, thing. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah sick. Yeah. Like glass balustrade in stainless steel tubing and all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, very Mega expensive these days. Oh, oh that's yeah. stupid. Yeah. Trades do so well in Australia. It's like you earn more money being a tradie than you do being like a businessman. Like, yeah, same yeah. in the UK. Yeah. yeah. So it's, yeah, yes. it's definitely better to be doing something like that. So. Yeah, but we just, I don't know, like you started the business but before, sorry, we after had, we'd already decided that yeah, we wanted to Yeah, we had the do, idea in our head yeah, already yeah. that we wanted to do this and then that was kind of a way to like kind of boost it, I guess. Yeah. To well, fast track it. We were just, mm. yeah, saving like crazy, living at Jason's mum's house for like two and a half, three years, just saving. And we actually moved yeah. in there to save for a house first and then once we decided we wanted to buy a boat and do the whole sailing thing and we actually wanted to we knew we wanted to go overseas and start the adventure and um it probably took us like a good three to six months to tell our parents especially i was about to say super interesting conversation (laughs) like you've moved in with your parents they're supporting you to get a house, oh, our kids are getting a property, and then you say, oh, actually, we're going to go to Greece and live on a boat. Basically, <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. We were crapping, like, we were paying a little bit of board, but she was, like, obviously helping us out a lot. And yeah, yeah. So we were, like, crapping ourselves to tell her. So, and I kept nagging Jason to tell his mum. I'm like, hurry up and tell her. And, then, like, a whole month would go by and he still hadn't told her. And then she was sweet as daisies. She was fine she about was like, it. yeah, no worries. Oh, yeah. Do it. Yeah. Because she, she moved from England. So she backpacked Australia when she was in her early 20s and oh. ended up just never coming home. So she stayed in Australia. And so she was kind of like, you know, I get it. I did the same thing. You've got to go out and do what you want. So yeah, she was fine with it, oh, wasn't good. she? Yeah. yeah. My mum, not so much. My mum was like devastated. 
Like, she made me feel guilty until the minute I left. <laughs> because you were leaving Australia or because, because you I was, were like... I was leaving. Yeah, just because I was yeah. leaving. So, yeah, it was a bit of a hard one, but she's fine now. But... um, Still misses you. Yeah. So that was hard, but... Have anyway, they been you... able to come over and stuff because of COVID? Like, because you, the, your Australia has been really serious. Oh, with that the travel, stupid. Right? Yeah, so we yeah, had yeah. to get an exemption to leave, um, which we kind of like did the dodgy. Like we said, <laughs> oh yeah. I I'd started like years ago. Um, I kind of tried to start like a swimwear business, and I was sampling bikinis and stuff in Bali. Oh, well, we might get sent home back if you. <laughs> no, nah, who cares now? We're over here. <laughs> I um I was getting bikinis sampled and stuff and I was starting another business because I wasn't really 100% happy doing the hairdressing. So I was trying to get something else started. And um, so when we applied for the exemption, you needed like a valid reason to be moving overseas. So business was a really good one. So yeah. basically we said, yeah, we're moving to Bali to get this business started. Um, we need to be there to oversee the sampling and do photographs. And he's going to be, my partner's coming over to do the photography and all this crap. So we had to prove how much savings we had, that we were leaving our jobs, um, that we were finishing our businesses, that we were selling all of our stuff. Like we had to show so much stuff to get the exemption um, like pretty much like fake flights that we're going overseas, all this stuff. So fake flights, fake flights. So we basically <laughs> said that we were going to Bali. We ended up getting approved to go overseas, but on the exemption, it didn't say where you were going. It just said you've got an exemption right. to leave the country. <clears throat> so anyway, uh, we went right. to the airport and I wasn't worried. Jason was slightly worried that we'd get in trouble. And then as soon as we got to the airport, I was like, oh, crap. Like, are they going to go, well, you said you were going to Bali. Why are you getting on a flight to Greece? <laughs> so oh, Yeah. And then and then they, like, rang. They get on the phone. Yeah. yeah. So they, they, they check your yeah. tickets and then they get on the phone to check that you've got the exemption. And so we had to go over to another counter and... Um, the, the two ladies that there were like niggling on about some other person that did something dodgy and he couldn't get on the flight and all this stuff. So all of a sudden I'm like, boom, boom, I... boom, boom, shitting myself. And then, yeah, it yeah, was fine. We got on the plane and it was all good. So didn't have any issues. But, yeah, Australia was so insane, like ridiculous. No one could leave the country for two years, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're all sweet now. I'm pretty sure they can leave now. If you can vaccinated. leave. You can leave now, yeah. but you can't get back into the country unless you're vaccinated and boosted. Yeah, that's right. So, yeah. Right. Anyway. Yeah. So you need the two. Yeah. Yeah. And the, and the booster, right? And the booster. That's, that's nuts. That's like so. I, I get people coming in because it's like, oh, you might have COVID or whatever, but not letting people leave. Yeah. Go elsewhere. Yeah. Or like you have to justify the reason why you want to leave the country. Like, yeah, ridiculous. Yeah. yeah, so stupid. So, it should have just been like a okay, if you want to come back, this is gotta yeah. be the reasoning, blah blah blah. So yeah, people were prisoners in Australia for like two years. They weren't allowed to leave. Yeah. It was crazy. But yeah, we were we were one of the lucky ones, but we haven't had any friends or family yet. So everyone's starting to do like Euro trips and stuff now. So we've got yeah. friends in a week coming from Australia to Croatia. So we've got to like oh, nice. gap it up to split in Croatia soon in a couple of days. Yeah. Um, but our parents haven't come yet. So don't know it's if that's so going to happen. Weird. 
Well, yeah. I, I only saw my parents for the first time in two and a half years, like last really? week. Really? And my we we had my son is like uh, three years and two months now, so they saw my son oh, wow. when he was basically newborn. He was like a few months old, and then they wow. haven't seen him since. Wow! But Even from like, England. Yeah, but they're like a bit older, and yeah. like they didn't want to travel, and it's like because yeah, I, I, I've been places like we sailed over to the Caribbean and stuff, and I've done a few other passages, but I didn't want to go to the UK without my wife in case I got COVID when I was there, and then I got stuck and I couldn't come back because yeah. then, like, who knows? Do you know what I mean? Like, you could be stuck there for a month. If like maybe you get COVID, and then you keep on getting COVID. I don't know. If you not know, longer, maybe, yeah, yeah, like there's new COVIDs now and there's monkey yeah, pox yeah. as well, apparently. Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah, yeah, me and my wife were talking about it last night, and she hasn't she hasn't heard of it. Bless her. I mean, she doesn't read the news. I, fair, yeah, fair enough. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Why would you? Do you know what I mean? It's all shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's all garbage. But yeah, so <laughs> we were outside, and she was like, so, "Oh, Bill Gates is talking about a new pandemic." I was like, "Oh, right, reassuring." And then, <laughs> then she was like, "Here we so go." What, what's what's this next one? I was like, "Oh, it's monkeypox," and she's like, "Oh my god, is that like chickenpox but for monkeys?" It was like, "Presume <laughs> so." Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got like fifty cases where we live, which is right. a lot. I think. Oh, yeah, I think yeah. that's quite a lot. Wow. I don't know anything about. It. I've heard of it. Hopefully, it won't kick off. Like you know. Back in the day when there'd be, what was it, like bird flu and stuff? And it would just never yeah. really go anywhere but Asia. Like, you didn't have to worry about like it. like Ebola. Like, Ebola was very limited to Africa. Yeah, and then we exactly. Like, there was massive freakouts over Ebola. I remember, like, when that was kicking off in Africa. Like, if you were traveling, like, through any of the Middle Eastern countries in Africa, like, they were really serious about, you know, you need to be careful. They yeah. didn't put, like, masks or anything like that in no. place. but. I remember, like, it was when internet memes first started really taking off and, like, in the internet was just full of Ebola memes. Quite insensitive, I really. I think yeah. it was a pretty serious thing. But, I know. Uh, yeah, no one else took it serious because we didn't have to deal with it. <laughs> Everyone just made jokes <laughs> about it. <laughs> well, it was just, uh, there was a couple of people in the UK. I don't know if they died, but I think... I, I, actually, I'm not going to start talking about this. I don't know. There could have been hundreds. <laughs> yeah. But I don't think it was that serious anyway. Yeah. I don't think yeah. it really kicked off. Yeah. We've actually been watching you um, doing the crossing with Say the Little Things on yeah, YouTube. We have. Oh, yeah, that was in January. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was, uh, well, we set up. Oh, man, that, that crossing took ages yeah. because of COVID, right? So we went down the year before from, from um, what was it? To Cadiz to uh, Canaries. Canaries, yeah. Yeah. And that was, um, yeah, that was a really good sail. That was just like five days downwind straight there. And then we were going to hop over to the Caribbean. Um, but yeah, then the Ark went just, over. Just hop over. Yeah, mate, it's easy. It's downwind sailing. <laughs> do, do you know what like you were saying before you did your first overnight sail and you're beaten into it? Just wait for a downwind one. And yeah, you can yeah. literally just go to sleep in your cockpit. Just yeah. set your alarm every 15 minutes. Check you're not going to hit anything. Just pass back out. It's so easy. He did it gets that. boring when you do it for like 30 days. <laughs> he oh, did yeah, that yeah. in the end. Because... Not when you're catching as much fish as you guys did, though. <laughs> oh man, it was crazy. <laughs> the, the best was we had the um we got these like little fake squids or fake fish. I you know, saw little, that. Little, you made them, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, I made them. So we <laughs> ran out and the guys were like oh, shit, like, we're not going to catch any more fish. I was like, fuck this, we're going to catch more fish. 
And um, yeah, so I made one out of like baby toys. And, uh, it worked. <laughs> we caught, yeah, we caught loads of fish with it. So That's unreal. That's so. Yeah, good. I should promote this more because these companies are trying to charge like twenty dollars <laughs> for these little fake fish. You I'm should like, start making them. Just make them out of random things in your house and sell them. <laughs> I should put them on Etsy. You know, like artsy crafty type of fake laws. Yeah. You can boutique. say it's proven too. Like have photos of it. <laughs> no, they're boutique. Yeah. Under, yeah. They're boutique one-off fishing yeah. lures or whatever. <laughs> yeah, we could, I could. I could do that. That could be a business on Etsy. Actually, you know, you've got to diversify your portfolio. A bit when it comes yeah. to making money, using so recycled materials. Yeah, yeah, get all the uh, hashtags in there and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. No, we oh caught some. We caught some really big ones with that. Actually, we caught one that must have been huge um because oh yeah, that's I think that took the first like fake one that we did. But do you know when you get a bite and you and you pull in and you're like, oh, it's going to be a big one. I got a bite on this and it just went and it just came straight off and we're like, oh. okay, glad oh. we didn't pull that thing in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, you didn't tell the line, right? One of the two. I'm not an expert. Well, I so I used to do fishing when I was younger, but I used to go fly fishing with my dad. So yeah. I know enough about, you know, gutting a fish and catching it and bringing it in and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. basics. But yeah, if I was thinking, I'm like, you know, I'm because I was holding the confidence up because those guys are very scared about bringing a fish on and cutting it because they've never done it before and you would be. Yeah. It's a live animal. It's jumping around. Yeah, there, yeah, yeah. Whatever. yeah. So you can get a bit intimidated by it. So I was like, you know, trying to be super confident. I was like, no, I've got this. I've got this. So I was like, shit, if this is like a 10-foot tuna. I've not got this. You know what I mean? I'm going to be terrified. <laughs> but yeah, I think we just got like an average mahi. And uh, they're, hey, they're so delicious. That oh, yeah. So it's good fish for cooking. Oh, that's awesome. No, we, we're pretty average at fishing too, to be well, honest. Well, I don't really like fish that much. So it doesn't really help. I well, just it depends don't... on the fish. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's yeah. like comparing meat to chicken or turkey. Like, there's so many different varieties of tastes. Yeah, yeah, I like fish that doesn't taste taste like fish at all. What's, what's <laughs> mahi like? Is mahi so like a... <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> what does mahi, mahi taste like? Oh, mate, it's the nicest fish I've ever tasted, I swear. It's super yeah. soft. It's got a very mild, salty flavour. Uh, and that's it. Like, and if you, if you fry it with lemon and garlic, it's you're basically just having something of decent consistency that tastes of lemon and garlic. Yeah, yeah really right. Nice. Okay. Yeah, you can we'll catch them in the meds. Really? Yeah, we, we oh. had mates on the, literally just next door to us. They caught a, a mahi mahi. They reeled it yeah. right into the boat, and then they didn't have a gaff or anything to bring it in. So mm. then they tried to grab it by hands, and it just shook off. So. Yeah, so they missed it. things. But they caught a big tuna um two weeks ago. Four weeks ago, oh, yeah. Nice. But there's not much here, like it's yeah. so overfished. Yeah, not big fish. Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what you said. Yeah, very much overfished, yeah, for sure. But but spear fishing, we've been catching a bit lately. Still not big though. But not big fish, no. Just we I had a mate. Can't wait to get into spear fishing. Yeah. Have you not awesome. done it? You awesome. haven't done it no. yet? No, ah. never. I've done scuba diving, snorkeling a lot, but yeah. Um, yeah, free diving and spearfishing, something I've never got into. What's your breath hold like? Oh. He, he's only new to it as well. So he yeah, got I'm pretty average. He bought his first spear gun in like October in Turkey. Turkey. So right. you've only been doing it since then, haven't you? But then there was obviously the whole winter period where you weren't doing it. No, so it's only been all. a few months, but he uses an app on your phone. What's it called? Oh, uh, yeah. Stamina, it's called. 
Yeah, and yeah, you, for the um, breath, the oxygen deprivation yeah. and CO two something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. CO, yeah. yeah you, you're trying to like do the CO two, CO two training and something else, and you yeah. kind of push through that stage where you, you know, your your brain kind of tells you, I need to, to breathe. breathe now. Yeah, yeah, which is awesome. Um, but. I still can't hold my breath for too long. It's Maybe. different. It's completely different when you're underwater to when you're oh, sitting so here holding your breath. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, it's so. like, so last spring, I downloaded one of these apps. There's this really cool free diver called like Adam something, Aussie guy. Oh, and yeah, like yeah, I know him. World cha- yeah, yeah. So he's like a world champion of whatever. I don't know. But he's something like that. And he does a lot of videos of his, you know, free diving in these caves and stuff. He's a really cool dude. And um, he said, get this specific app. So I got it. And I, like, literally, I could not spend more than a minute underwater at depth because, like, when I was getting to five metres, I felt like my head was going to explode, you know, because mm, of the pressure. Yeah. And I just couldn't mm-hmm. equalise. It just wouldn't work. Yeah. That's yeah. what I feel like it is. I, I'm so bad. Like, I freak out as soon as I go down. I'm back up. <laughs> I can yeah. probably only do a couple of minutes at maybe 10 metres and then I've got to come back up. That's good. Oh, it's not good compared to some people we know. Our mates, yeah. like they'll go like four or five minutes at fifteen to 20. even twenty meters. But one, one's like a pro. He's he's got like the world record for one of the biggest fish in the world. Spear fishing, for yeah. spear fishing, yeah. Oh, wow. And and um, the guys that we're sailing with, he's an animal too. They're just really good at it. But it's it's good to learn off those guys, especially when you you kind of new at it. Yeah. Um, especially in a harsh environment. So when eventually we get to the Bahamas, it should hopefully be a bit easier. Yeah, yeah it yeah, should be really easy. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's just so crazy. I remember, because I like to put the spear fishing ones on. You know, just they put the GoPro on the head and then you basically just, you know, living through them when they're spear fishing. Yeah. Like this one guy, <clears throat> I can't remember, I, this is, I can't remember who it is, but it's just somebody who puts spear fishing videos on YouTube. He's going down there and he's swimming around, and I'm just watching, and I'm just like, "Wow, this is such a nice experience." I'm like, "Hang on, how long has this been guy been down here?" And I reversed <laughs> it back, and he'd been down for like six minutes. Yeah, got a tank on or <laughs> crazy? Yeah, just yeah like, it, it must must be ten meters and just six minutes. Do you know, just like having a lovely leisurely time. Yeah, yeah like, it's crazy how long they can hold the breath for down there. It doesn't appeal to me. Like I love scuba diving. I like to breathe while yeah. I'm underwater. It's relaxing. Yeah. You just move around. I can't deal with the whole holding your breath. Your head feels like it's going to blow up. I hope that I can like it one day. I'd love to go and do one of those courses where they teach you how to do it all. Yeah. But yeah. It's but just... when you when you get your mind on something else, like if you're, you're spear fishing, spear fishing you, you yeah. really don't think about your breath as much. Yeah. So it's yeah. only when you start getting like really low on oxygen, like when you start going that. Yeah. Then you're like, oh shit, okay, I gotta go up. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. Because you're kind of distracted by it. And it oh, yeah, 100%. the brain telling you that you need to breathe that's actually the problem. It's not the fact that you don't need to breathe. Yeah. It's just your brain confusing you into it. Yeah, yeah. something I can't wait to get into. I, I looked in when I was in um uh, St. Martin, I was like, I'm gonna do a course while I'm here because the water was like very beautiful. It was like four hundred dollars for like a yeah. day's course on how to free dive. I was like, dude, Ooh, yeah. I'm just gonna YouTube it. There's no way I'm paying. That. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's why we haven't done it either. Because we, I saw a, a course they were doing around the Great Barrier yeah. Reef in Australia, 
but I think it went for like a couple of days where you stayed on the boat. And it was like fifteen hundred Aussie dollars to do it. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah I'm like I'd love to do it, but yeah, we don't have the money for that. <laughs> so my mates called uh, Jade and Bryn. They've got a YouTube channel called Chasing Currents, and like yep. they came through Spain, so we spent a load of time with them. Like awesome people. So, I've so heard cool. of them. Yeah. Yeah. So he does uh, loads of free diving. Like he's a marine biologist and he oh, studies cool. like whales and sharks and stuff. He's, awesome. he's brilliant. But he is mega good at free diving. Yeah. They just put some videos today, I think, on it. Um, but they're, they're going to be around your area because I'm sure they're on the way to Montenegro like in I a think, few weeks. Yeah. I Are think... they coming from Croatia or Italy? Oh, it's something. They're, they're, they're in Greece, Italy now. No, they're yeah. in Italy now. They just arrived in Sardinia, but they're on their way to you. Oh, um, right. In a few weeks because of the, the rules, you know, the 90-day thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, definitely send them a message because if you want to get a bit into free diving, like, he's the boss of it. Um, but he was telling me, like, there's, there's specific techniques, you know, for um, for the for equalising, basically, so your head doesn't feel like it's going to explode. Yeah. yeah. Like, he was talking me through it, and I think I was really drunk, so I can't remember. But... Um, <laughs> It's <laughs> definitely a system that you need to follow. Yeah. This is okay. like at four in the morning in my cockpit. Like, yeah, but yeah, if you want to learn a bit, like he, he offered to take me out, he was like, oh, I'll take you out and teach you how to do it and stuff. But I just hadn't had the time. It's um, funny you mentioned that because I'm pretty sure I saw today on Facebook or in, I think both Instagram and Facebook, um, some other sailors had linked up with them on like they've done like a chat. Like a group chat, I'm pretty yeah, sure yeah. it's chasing currents. Yeah, he yeah. Sent, yeah, he sent me a message to to go into it. Uh, yeah, it was actually funny. So they started. He sent me a message. He was like, "Oh, do you want to join this chat?" I was like, "Yeah, yeah sure." So he put me in it. Like literally, like three hours later, they were like, uh, "Right, there's too many people now, so we're going to end the chat." And we're going to do like a Facebook group instead. Really? It's great. Why it lasted? Yeah, there's maybe there's join the Facebook of, group. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We'll send them a message and ask. Like, there's just yeah. loads of really nice cruisers in there. Yeah, um, that, that would be sick to um catch up with them. Yeah. If they're into there's that a whole stuff. a whole group of them. Like we, someone we know, follow Intrepid Bear. They're they're a YouTube yes. channel. They're still a little bit smaller. I think they joined it, and we saw yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, because so. they they were talking. They're, they're really nice. They were talking about their like cruise through the Mediterranean because yeah. they went straight the way through. Yeah, and that's hard. Like I said, they said their little story. I was like, yeah, I know, because they put it on some Facebook groups, I think, or something. But I remember yes. reading. It, I was like, that's actually really cool because that is a very difficult sea to cross. It's oh, not yeah. like the Atlantic where you just got the wind blowing you one way, or yeah, you know, even even when you do the Northern Atlantic route, you probably have like a few different systems. Like that's literally like wind changes every five minutes. You know, yeah. going all the way across. That's hard. Yeah, yeah. They went. They went yeah. from the UK to all the way to Montenegro, I think. They went through Gibraltar and yeah. all of that section. So, And they didn't stop. They did like, I think they stopped, but they never went on land for like a whole month or something like that. That's so, it. 28 days, they said. Yeah, yeah that's is, wild. Yeah, yeah that's, that's it's Well, the thing is, it's like you'll do the Atlantic and it's 30 days. You know, Well, you know, it depends what size of boat you're in or whatever. Like Pacific, yeah. 30 days, no problem. But it's like when you're on a boat for 30 days and you're just sailing past countries constantly... Like, that's a different mindset. Yeah, because you you just want to get off. (laughs) Exactly, yeah. It's like, oh, there's Spain, there's Italy, there's Portugal, there's... And you can't get off at any of them. That would really annoy me. Yeah. Way more than doing, like, a 30-day passage on the open ocean. I'd just get off. I'd be like, 
I'll just risk it today. I'm over it. <laughs> Especially if you've had like a really bad passage. Yeah. And you just yeah. like, oh. I just want to be on land. Yeah. I'm over it. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, like I've spoken to so many British people who've been cruising the Med for like the last two years since Brexit. Nobody gives a shit about these rules, honestly. No. Like yeah. nobody's been pulled up. I've got friends who've literally been in marinas for like six months over the winter, never been asked a question. Yeah. And like I've said to people, I was like, well, what do you do? It's just like, who's going on key boat? I'm like, yeah, but do you check in? It was like, no, that's the point. Don't check in. I yeah, like, yeah. yeah does anything not happen? They were like, no. Mm. <laughs> I swear. Like, but no, no. I'd, I mean, obviously, some people want to respect the rules you guys put everything on the internet so you might have to respect the rules well we just <laughs> like, don't tell everyone people, yeah, you could just like rim montenegro i swear it's not greece yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> could be lying right now who knows uh, but, yeah we're um, actually in italy <laughs> yeah so like i don't know but they need to change all these rules it's really especially for guys like you like what what like, honestly how much harm is it going to do if you spend an extra two weeks in greece I always say, like, oh, I've that's been, a thousand euro fine. I've been saying lately, I don't understand why they don't do, like, okay, yeah, you can stay three months, it's free because you don't pay a visa or whatever. And if you want to stay another three months, you pay however much money. We'd be happy to pay money to be able to stay longer, but it's yeah. just impossible. Like, yeah, I just don't understand why they don't. Okay, if you want to stay six months, you've got to pay two hundred bucks or something, you know? Yeah. But, yeah, it's just. I mean, no they option. should make exceptions. I think for people coming in um, caravans or like mobile homes, they should make exceptions. Yeah, um, sure. And then also for people in sailboats, because it's like there's no harm being done. So I tell you what, let's just talk about like your boat buying process a bit, because you you arrived in Greece and like you didn't know much about sailing boats, but you picked a real good one. To be honest, I mean, you, you got like a strong seaworthy boat. You reckon? Um, <laughs> Some I people would so, say the yeah. opposite, don't you reckon? Really? Well, because it's a no. production boat. Some people are like, production, oh, yeah. I wouldn't cross an ocean in but, that. But they do say, like, this year they're really well built. The year that we like, bought. To, yeah. So I guess what they build now? Yeah. yeah I don't know. So the one, the one that you've got, because I'm the boat that, well, I should have it in a couple of weeks. I'm going I to Greece that. to get it. Yeah. yeah. That's, like, built the same way yours is built. The newer yeah. ones are much more. Plastic. I mean, they're not necessarily. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just a bit Ikea more of like an IKEA. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> like it does look like a pre-packed uh, saloon, whereas like yeah. these look more like boats. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So well, you've just bought one, have you? Well, they're hor- they're hoping. Not, not bought it yet. I've yeah. got a survey. Oh, awesome! Get back like what? What are we on? Ah, I should I should get the survey yesterday <laughs> oh so, yeah. It's always yeah, a may, maybe yeah yeah uh, maybe like in a few days i'll get it oh well fingers crossed it's all right what are you what are you hoping for what what kind of boat is it so it's a geno uh so it's oh, a nice. 54 ds so it's yeah. like oh, wow, the same a nice boat. yeah yeah it's a nice one yeah it's because we we like want to do ch- ch- not charters as in you know like picking people up off the dock and taking them out for a day but we want to yeah. do like liverboard weeks yeah. So um, my wife's really good at cooking. I'm good at teaching. I've always like trained people in my jobs, and I love. I've always loved that side of my jobs. Um, so yeah, we want to train people on like how to sail, how to like live aboard, uh, and then how to like buy a boat as well, and all that type of process and stuff. Um, different cool. ways in which you can make money. So we want to do that for like ten weeks out of the year, and we wanted to start it in Greece, but like setting up a charter business in Greece is a nightmare, right? Eh? Like, oh so yeah, much red tape. 
Yeah, mm. yeah. It's, I, I think it's like they're like frowned upon it, don't they? Yeah, because and then you guys said you, you, it took you like ages to like register the boats as well. Is that because you were changing it over or something? Yeah. It actually didn't take that long in the end. Yeah, we... no, it only took three weeks. But if the yeah. boat was registered in Greece, supposedly it can take anywhere up to three months. To change d- it. Depending on, um, depending on like if it's their holidays or what's going on. So if you buy a boat in June, July. you might say summer holidays. Yeah, you might not get the boat till like November. It's crazy. But yeah, we were That's lucky awesome. the boat, boat was in uh, registered in England. Mm. Um, and fortunately for us, it was COVID time, so they couldn't get back to the boat. So I feel like we got a pretty good deal on on this boat. And um, yeah, you were looking. He was looking for like months online while we're in Australia mm. at boats and how much they cost, so we could get like an idea of how much we could get for our, like what we could get for our money, mm. what kind of boats we would prefer. We actually was saving with the plan or the hope to get a catamaran. But then we got to a point where we're like, okay, they've gone crazy. They've gone up yeah. in price. We're not going to be able to afford one. Oh, they went nuts, didn't they? We, we oh, were yeah, sad yeah. too. I don't know if they've still, they're still gone nuts or. Yeah. Yeah, it's still nuts. It yeah. is. You know, the, the thing is, it's like, what is the biggest way you can have a boat with like the most. Like a house. Yeah, 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 yeah. Basically, yeah. yeah. I mean, but they are great. Like, if yeah. that's what you're, if you want loads of space, that's fantastic. But they, that's it doesn't more sail so what it like is. a boat. Yeah, yeah, not so much sailing wise, but I think it's exactly it's more just the fact I like the fact that they're above like the living spaces above the water. Like you can walk straight in, and it's right there. You can kind of yeah, that's nice. while you're moving about, you can still be just be looking ahead of you and Oh, we went on this nice boat yesterday, Benito Sense. Oh, so a mono hole. Oh, it's a mono hole. And it's yeah. above like the living space is still above only the goes water. down like yeah. Half the amount of steps. It'd be similar to yours, the 54 DS. That would be kind of similar because you got the windows that are higher up that you can see through. Yeah, if you were like seven foot, you could. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, true. Is there any light downstairs, which is nice? Like, yeah. uh, actually, you know, if you were stood on like the companionway steps, you could see through the front. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, not like not like on a catamaran at all. That is yeah. actually a really nice part about the catamaran. You can chill out on a sofa in in the yeah. saloon, and you can just look at where you're sailing. That is very yeah. nice. Yeah, and the and the trampolines at the front. I love that whole thing as well. But yeah, we're yeah. we're super happy with our boat. Like we, I yeah, think we don't... got yeah, we love boat. her. We love her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, you um, did well, yeah. Yeah, we did quite well with it, so we're happy. So we've got a Janu Sun Odyssey forty. So obviously, once you get the boat, you'd always you always want bigger than what you've got. Like you get used to it, and then you're like, okay, I wish I had a bed that was square now. <laughs> That'd be nice. Yeah, we looked at a oh, forty six beds that you have to do a somersault to actually lie down. Yeah. <laughs> knock the knock your partner in the head on the way out every morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you get used to it though. Like the more you. You do it. Like, yeah. I'm so used to my little, like, spot on the bed now. And we have, like, the mattress that has, like, it's split in the middle. It's two single little mattresses, like a beeper. Yeah. And so we know where the line in the middle is. So you'll be like, get the fuck off my side. Like, your leg's on my <laughs> side. <laughs> and then you'll roll over 
and because you've got like the shelves on the side, we used to like when we first got on, we'd knock our knees and stuff like all night. You know, you'd whack your knee and wake up out of bed and oh my god, that killed. And then now you just kind of know to just roll over and keep your legs tucked in. You just get used to it. But yeah, but yeah, it would be nice to have like for sure. I'd love to have like a forty-five foot. Or a, or a 54 DS yeah. if you want to try. <laughs> yeah, that'd be nice. <laughs> you know, it's like the, the, it's a relatively new thing as well. Like, even if you look at a lot of older boats that are bigger, they don't have like walk around like forward cabins. A lot of them have still got like the triangle and then they've yeah. just got like more cabins elsewhere or like further yeah. forward or something like that. Um, but yeah, like I, then I just sold my boat like a few weeks back to like a, an English family, and I actually preferred being in the forward cabin because like you can open the hatch and then you just get all the wind like literally mm. on your face at night mm-hmm. on anchor, which is just lovely. Because there was like an aft cabin and it was it was just a sauna like on anchor. Yeah. It was just horrible. But, but you need um, a mosquito net there, otherwise you get just chewed away. Oh yeah. Yeah, I suppose it depends where you are. Away, like how how yeah, bad true. is it in like in in um. Montenegro and stuff for mosquitoes. Like every night we have mozzies, even though we shut the, we try and shut it before it gets like to dusk kind of thing. Yeah. And we've got like mozzie, like a mozzie net for our main hatch in our bedroom, but still Mm. like somehow we get one or two or three in there. And yeah, there's a lot of trees and stuff in the anchorages and all that. Yeah, I don't know what it is. I feel like even in Greece, we are getting it. Like, it's just been all this year. We've just had mozzies all the time, haven't we? And it's murky water, too. It's not, like, super crystal clear water. I feel like we've had a lot of uh, flat, calm weather. And because, you know, like, when it's windy, you just don't have to. You don't deal with them. They don't come in. It's when it's calm. Yeah. Yeah. So we've had, we haven't had too much windy weather yet. Not here. Yeah. So it's been Mm. fine. So, but that sucks because it's the time where you want a little bit of breeze, you know. So yeah, yeah, that's that's the word. Like honestly, mosquitoes can just all go to hell. I know. Like, I was having a conversation <laughs> with my sister. It's like we we've got like a a little bit foresty in in out, outside, but we've got a pool, so the mosquitoes are just constantly like right outside the back garden. Yeah, like, I'll, I'll go for a cig outside and laugh like five mosquito bites. Oh, the worst. Yeah, crazy. Yeah. I was, talk- oh, I I was talking to my sister about it because we're having this conversation about bumblebees and how amazing bumblebees are. And <laughs> right, here's another one for YouTube. Just like go on YouTube and just go like cute bumblebees. They're adorable. <laughs> they are cute when you see the floppy ones. Yeah, and you can pet them. Yeah. No. Have, like, re- yeah, yeah. Yeah, for real. And then we there's people have, like, I know, but relationships I was with the bumblebees. Yeah, 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 they're they're amazing, and I was just like, "How is it that a bumblebee can be so incredible, and a mosquito can be such a horrible shit? Yeah. Like, yeah. What are they for other than bat food?" I, yeah. don't, I have no idea. No, I say the same. I'm like, they do nothing for the world. They're the one thing I do not feel guilty killing. Like, I just hate yeah. the things. Like, they do. They literally do no good for the world. So, so they're only bat food, are they? Or bird food. Either or. Yeah, bat yeah. and bird food. Yeah, yeah. I, I presume. We've got bats in our garden as well. And it's like when we first moved in, my wife was like terrified of bats. And I, lo- I love Batman. So I'm like, nah, I just want to stand here and say, <laughs> <laughs> I literally was. I stood in the back garden. There's bats flying everywhere. I was like, I'm getting stronger. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I feel the energy. But I was like, no, you shouldn't love it because they're just eating all the mosquitoes. So they're good to have around. For yeah, sure. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, they're just, I don't know if they're worse this year. Like maybe we had more rain over winter or something. I don't know, but they're just, they're definitely worse this year than last year in the Med for sure. It could be because you do, you do get years where you get like way more insects. I remember yeah. we, we went on a holiday to France when I was like, I don't know, six or seven, something like that. And they had like a massive ladybug um, problem at the time. Oh, cute. You know, like, yeah, they're, yeah, they're really <laughs> like cute. Them. But yeah. when there's like a thousand of them and it looks like oh, a Stephen yeah. King movie in your face. <laughs> like, oh, honestly, it was terrible. Like if you have a look at some photos or videos of like some of the ladybug problems in France. Wow. I can't remember the year, but there yeah. was like we were staying at the caravan site. And if you opened the door to get in the caravan and you closed it, you'd have hundreds. Oh, like, shit. That's nuts. Oh, it was crazy. It was like, that like a horror movie. That yeah, sounds like the mosquitoes cleaning. here. Yeah. <laughs> not fun There's cleaning that up. Them. <laughs> I hate when you bloody squish them and then you're like, like this morning I squish one. I'm like, motherfucker, in the room, squish one. And then I'm like, oh, yuck, it had blood. It must have been eating us last night. And then you have that know, thought. Yeah. You're like, did that come in this morning and that's been on someone else's boat and someone else's blood? Yeah, but <laughs> either know. way, you took out a killer. That's what you did. You did a great thing for the world. You took out a murderous, blood-sucking villain. It doesn't matter whose blood it was. It's easier to think about if it was yours. I love that. Like, if I if I wake up, because you hear him in your ear, do you know you're sleeping? Oh, yeah. yeah. I hate that. And you're like, but... you and then you're, yeah. and then you're awake. Immediately you're awake. How can you sleep? And then... If you get it and it's like blood, you're like, ha, yeah, it lasts long. It's very rewarding feeling when you squash one, it's got blood in it. So, listen, guys, thank you very much for your time. It's been a pleasure. No worries. Um, no worries man. Yeah. I, I hope we I'll talked probably... enough about sailing. Yeah, we didn't, we didn't really talk about sailing. Did we? <laughs> No, I don't. I don't know if we did or not. But it was en- it was entertaining. Either way, <laughs> I think I'll, pr- I'll probably bump into you next year because we'll we'll be uh, we'll be starting off our season next year in Greece. So, providing you're in the area, maybe cool. we can have a few a uh, few old spices on the yeah. uh, on the water somewhere. <laughs> oh, yeah, sounds good. Yeah, it sounds unreal. We'll bring the pineapple juice, hey? The spice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll make yours a party boat, though. <laughs>